Welcome to Cocktails Over Coffee, a podcast that spotlights truly inspiring individuals that have taken a leap of faith by leaving their corporate careers, otherwise known as their coffee, to pursue their passion, otherwise known as their cocktail. I'm Janae Green, and I'm so excited to be here today with world traveler, digital nomad, expat, all things travel, and one of my good friends, Uchenna. So, Uchenna, hey. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what this experience, so you, you left your job over a year ago, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. And you went to go do something that many people dream about, so I'm excited to yeah. talk about the process of how you even did that. So. Let's talk about what you were doing first. What was your corporate job? So my corporate job was working at NBC Telemundo. Um, solely like most of my time was st- stationed on this Telemundo uh, uh, brand product. And I worked in advertising. So I worked on a partnership team um, doing everything from digital, out of home, uh, omni-channel um, marketing pretty much. Okay. And I worked on like big ticket events like the World Cup, and um, the uh, FIFA Premier League uh, to the Latin AMAs and a lot of like cultured uh, Lat- Latino-based uh, content and events uh, to really connect with the audience and help help bridge the, the gap between brands mm-hmm. and actual uh, the, the customers, the consumers. Okay, cool. And so how, how long were you, what were you doing right out of school? How long were you with NBC? Was that, that yeah. wasn't your first job, was it? Nah, it wasn't my first job. So I was I was with NBC for about four, I would say like four years. Okay, that was like that's a good run, especially in New York. Yeah. You know, people like to job hop. A hundred percent, especially <laughs> in New York, and that's like the thing in New York. I was like, you know what? Let me make it to five. So yeah, the five is almost unrealistic yeah. for me. <laughs> hey, right? Three was my max. I have a short attendance span. <laughs> Hey, seriously, my mom was like, yo, just make it to one and come back. I was like, right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. But I actually started out in IT web development. Okay. So that's what I got my degree in. Um, working for a company called Participant Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, with them, uh, just doing like a lot of like tech work uh, from, I did everything from like fix all the computers, run a database, pretty much a database admin to on a take uh, action platform. Mm-hmm. which was a platform for people to like, if you watch the link, you watch Lincoln, the help, mm-hmm. waiting for Superman. Um, a lot of those uh, uh, different documentaries and films had like a take action to it. Like okay. go out in your community and donate, blah, blah, blah. So I worked on the platform supporting, supporting the products that were being built out to create real change in the world. So that's like how I got awesome. my start. Okay. Yeah. And then you shifted over to the more, the partnerships and, and yeah. the more marketing at yeah. NBC. 100%. I shipped it out. And um, from there, which was great, they actually told me, yo, like, you have a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. Not really a big tech guy. You're a tech guy, but we see more. Right. So like, uh, we're starting this, uh, this, this TV company. Um, if you like the job, we want to move you over. If you like it, you can stay. If you don't like it, you can get your old job back, same pay. I ended up loving it. And then I ended up leaving that company because I needed to become more skilled within the space of advertising and marketing. Mm-hmm. And NBC, as you know, with all their different um, verticals and different um, uh, portfolios, was the best place to just like, basically it was like going to grad school. Yeah. For advertising and then pushing that further. So I, I I left and I went to grad school and um, grad school at NBC. NBC, the exactly. best place to graduate from. <laughs> but exactly. so, were 
were you enjoying your work there? Did you like what you were doing? Uh, at uh, at, at NBC. NBC. Yeah. Oh, NBC. <laughs> at NBC. Um, yeah. I. You know what? I like what I like the the, the different products we worked on, like the different mm -hmm. projects that worked out. I love. I love my clients. I love my team. Um, I always felt like there was just something more. Yeah. You know. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that's. You know, you, you can definitely relate right. with, and I, 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 I felt like there was just something more. Like I, I, I love my team. And mm -hmm. I'll say it again. I love my team. <laughs> I love my clients. Yeah. I like the the product. You yeah. know. Um, but I felt like there was something more, and I was like, you know what? You know, I want to love all around and love what I do, and like, like what I'm putting in to work. Yeah. And I want to love. You know the whole cycle and i call it the cycle like we have a cycle like the purchase funnel cycle mm -hmm. you know we have the customer cycle you know i want to i love i want to have like my daily cycle i want to love every, every part of it so yeah i i was like you know what like like let me look into you know what can be like what is that thing that that is missing so yeah that's when so I, yeah when did you start like itching like you're like i kind of want to explore something else i want to do something else or be somewhere else yeah so it all started i have a really good friend his name is uh craig boskett mm -hmm. and so it started because we like i have this male circle of just like it's just a bunch of dope uh, uh african-american brothers that are like super just like open and like supportive yeah and he told me he was like yo man i feel like like you're not even like you 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 you, you wear this image and you and you do your job but you don't yeah. like you're meant to do something bigger and better mm -hmm. I, I i i challenge you to figure that out so like over the course of months i was at work and i remember being um in my uh cubicle and i remember just like feeling lost and just out of place yeah and i was like you know what i need to do something because i wasn't vote motivated i wasn't tapped in like I, I i was before i just felt like there was something i needed to like figure out so i actually uh got a therapist mm -hmm. yeah so um i i went ahead and went um and found a therapist through my company yeah and through that process unpacked what was actually like you know holding me up like that's inside. really important yeah so yeah which that's... was beautiful yeah. yeah, well, I feel like it's it's important to talk about because I feel like a lot of people feel the same way that you did, where you feel just unfulfilled. And it's not that you necessarily hate your job or you hate your current city or whatever your current situation is, but it's just there's something else, but you don't know how to figure that out for yourself. Exactly. So it helps to like talk it out with someone who doesn't really know you personally, doesn't really know your backstory. It's kind of a mm -hmm. neutral party. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, nah, I hundred percent agree. And I, I like to get credit to my homies because another part of it is like, you know, I know in my community, like seeing a therapist is actually has a negative connotation attached mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. So I, I really like, you know, give props to my circle because they like, like champion me to like, just go further with it. And they were right. like, yo, like, and it was crazy when I brought it to their attention. They're like, yo, I have a therapist too. And I'm like, right. Well, it's you know, a very, that's it. it for some reason in the black community, it just has a negative connotation. It's it's not something that black people either do or talk about. And mm -hmm. but you it's more interesting to find that there's actually a lot of black people going to therapy. They're just not talking about it. A hundred percent. True that. So right. I like that when people are open about it because then it makes it okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what we have to all do more of is just share more. Yeah. And be more vulnerable and like, uh, you know, because you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm I was super excited to go down the therapy route and, and yeah. really do that, that that work and figure out, you know, OK, I needed to figure out uh, what that next thing was for me. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I came to that conclusion at at work and um, it was a rough one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was that like coming to that conclusion, though? And what was the conclusion that you came to? Uh, so um, coming to the conclusion was very uncomfortable because I lived a life of comfort, mm-hmm. you know? So like, um, like I, I've I've like NBC took really good care of me. Um, I had a, a great life in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I, I, I love that I would have money to just go and do things, you know? Right. So the thought of me, you know, canceling that out and not having a job and tapping into my savings and, and, and just exploring and, 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 and going further with this, this urge to just try something new. Yeah was was something like it was just uncomfortable so um and that's when you know i I recommend everybody you know uh hopefully you have a good circle uh hopefully you have a great mentor and champions in your life um because my mentors and my champions and my best friends you know like the rafas of the world were the ones who actually told me yo man like bruh you need to tap further into that and feel a hundred big, a hundred percent comfortable yeah. with just trying something new and like high risk, you know, gets high reward. Like, yeah. you know, go ahead and like treat yourself and go and explore and figure out what's that thing. And yeah. And um, yeah. And they said, just don't think about it. Just write the letter, send it in. Yeah. And, um, and, and just be have faith. Actually, yeah. that's what they said. That- have faith that yeah. it will work out. So, and yeah. I feel like probably similar for you, but for me, I I was the same where, where I was very used to the security. I mean, since graduation from college, I had mm-hmm. a corporate job. I had benefits. I had a steady mm-hmm. paycheck. I had everything was just set up for me. Yeah. And for some reason, I started to rebel in like my late 20s where I was like, actually, I just want to figure it out. I don't want everything mm-hmm. to be set up. I kind of want to like not worry, but like. I want to live on the edge a little bit more, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I agree. agree. Yeah. And so I think that that's kind of what, especially when people leave their job to travel, that's kind of what they're longing for. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree. You know, you said rebel, you know, Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, something that actually came to mind, you know, because I thought about, you know, like, yeah, like rebel is a great word. Because to rebel against, you know, a lot of your conditioned learning, you know, yes. like the, like in the norm, that. it's it's norm. what we're we're set up to think that this is what we have to do. I mean, this that's the uh-huh. whole reason I started this podcast is because mm-hmm. people don't realize you don't actually have to do what people tell you you should do. A hundred percent true that. Yeah, and there's an alternative. People, there's definitely an alternative. And there's a there's 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 a a great power in just making a decision mm-hmm. for yourself. And just understanding that that's the best decision for you versus you relying on somebody to make it for you. You know, I feel like it's going to be incomplete and disappointed. So like being able to make that decision for yourself and just go out there and try new things and and with the losses, 
and be okay with the wins. Like, I think that's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. And they call it a leap of faith for a reason because you just have yeah. to jump. You just have to, like you said, make the decision. Yeah. You have to just leap. Leap, exactly. Have so what did you, what did you leap into? What did you, what did you decide to go do? <laughs> um, so I actually didn't really have a plan. I, I just Perfect. bought a one. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So it was like one of those movie things. And I, um, uh, I actually called, so I called my really good friend and um this is like my really really good friend and i was like you know what you know I, i'm thinking about coming to australia i'm looking between australia and mexico city okay i'm um, thinking about coming to australia are you out there she's like yeah i'm out there and i was like yo like yo uh would you mind like i like me coming pulling up and just show me the road i just re- i just really want to just be and explore and just yeah see something. somewhere else yeah and then she was like hell yeah you know mm-hmm. i was like Ooh. and then so <laughs> I bought that one-way ticket, and I didn't. I just didn't have a plan. I my only plan was I would come back after six weeks. That was my plan. That was your plan. Yeah, that was my plan. (laughs) Plans are funny that way. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Like okay, so your landlord, I'll be back. Um, Yeah. So yeah, so I I I just book a one-way ticket to Australia, and I just like. I, I opened my mind to all the possibilities and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to restrain myself in a process. Yeah. I'm going to just tap in. So I did that. And um, she blessed me with uh, the, the main regions of Australia. So we started in Sydney mm-hmm. and then we did a road trip to Byron Bay. And then from Byron Bay, saw the Great Barrier Reef and Cairns. Um, yeah. So just did a lot of road tripping and just nice. like learning some, like learning new culture and like new cuisines and, a different right. way of life and learning about, you know, um, just like um, how, like for me, I'm a, I'm a marketing advertising enthusiast. So learning about how like localized marketing goes down and yeah. Australia was pretty awesome. And so like, yeah, so that's like um, how I tapped into it. And then Bali came about just random. I wasn't supposed to go to Bali. And really, and yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I kid you not. She recommended Bali, and my best friend recommended Bali. Yeah. In my head, I was like Mexico, and she <laughs> and they were like, "Bro, you're no. right here. Just go to Bali." Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, Bali came about from there. Just just, just from the from recommendations. That was never well. You did mention yeah. you didn't have a plan, so then this yeah. this makes sense. Exactly. So I I didn't have a plan. Um, and another thing is, I don't know if you know, but I'm a big time surfer. So mm-hmm. I, I love to surve. So the icing on the cake was ba- Bali is really known for uh, great surf. surf. Yeah. For yeah. long borders and whatnot. So I went to Bali uh, to go there for two weeks. And I was there, open mind. Week one, <laughs> I'm just roaming, having the time of my life. And I'm like, you know what? I can stretch this to three months. This is this is amazing. Two I'm weeks like, turned into three months three months i'm like <laughs> flowing just everything is working out yeah i'm 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 really just like around good people yeah. and i'm doing stuff that i never thought that i would do that just filled me up like yeah. taking jobs without thinking about money yeah. you know not not thinking about how much are you going to pay me for this you know right. it doesn't matter yeah, it didn't matter. Like I was out there, I worked at a cafe and I was literally so cool in Bali. Working at a cafe yeah. in Bali sounds like a dream. It was the biggest dream in the world. Like I was freaking like making 
the best vanilla bean lattes and stuff. Oh my gosh. Serving people. And like, I wasn't actually getting paid for that, which was, but it was so amazing. Right. Going to surf shops and, and, and helping them with the waxing and whatnot yeah. to working with different clothing brands. And then the, the most beautiful thing happened was, you know, I, I w- wasn't focused on like much. I was just focused on just the, just the enjoyment of what I was doing and actual pride of doing that. Yeah. And then I ended up getting a job offer, a couple, you know, which in led to me in Bali. Wow. Which, <laughs> and marketing. So, really? Yeah. It was okay. Crazy, so, so right? then these, these little jobs that you took on just because they were fulfilling led to yeah. legit job offers in, in legit. this foreign country. In this foreign country. And you want to know how it happened? Like wow. they literally came up to me and they were like, yo, um, you're doing an amazing job. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, no, like seriously, like our sales has grown and like, we're wow. doing well, you know, we want to take care of you and this is all you have to do. So the added the added thing, the only thing I had to do outside of what I was originally doing yeah, was to really just have these weekly meetings with the team Mm-hmm. to discuss like marketing strategies and stuff which okay. was cool and right. so from there i ended up um, just uh using that uh as a, a stepping stone to tap into much more so yeah. being in do you consider yourself an expat that's what you were essentially right yeah yeah, yeah. people called 100%. you over there like do, oh, people use there? that term so yeah don't call me expat don't call me new york new york yeah don't call me like all kind of stuff, like cool stuff, you know, and, 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 and yeah, but I consider myself an expat, yeah. digital nomad. A digital like nomad, okay. So then yeah. what is what is life and working, what is life and working like for an expat in Bali? Could you legally work? Did you have to have some sort of a visa? That's a great question. Uh, honestly, so you can do it multiple ways. You can have a visa and do it legit. Okay. And work for a corporation, but they they have to be willing to pay for your visa okay, a lot of corporations okay. are not willing to do that right. so you can do that uh, and work for a corporation having paid for your visa or you can work for a corporation just pay for your own visa mm-hmm. so there's two options the third option is you can actually work for uh, another company in australia uh, singapore the u.s and just work remotely as a web developer or social media mm-hmm. manager and much more Okay. And then you can just just find good Wi-Fi and you can work there and, and navigate. Um, okay. Other option is a lot of people who came from like all over to start mm-hmm. a business there from a, uh, a fashion, which is pretty common. You have yeah. the linen fashion, Bali clothing yeah. that like, you know, doesn't soak, doesn't retract, uh, doesn't uh, um, uh, retract uh, too much sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The breathable. The breathable yeah. mesh material, which is dope. So you have yeah. those brands who who really invest and in, in, in they tap in that way. For me, it was pretty good. It's pretty flexible, like, because uh, they have, Bali has like these co-hosting workspaces, which are pretty, you know, right. common now in LA. Yeah. But like, you can go somewhere and just like you can have an office, you can you can have like you can you can actually have printing. You can print your stuff out. Nice. Do you, you do you have to have a membership or do you have to pay for these spaces? You have to have a membership, and okay. it's really cheap. Uh, it's really really cheap. And so not like Soho stuff. House here. Nah, like Soho House is another beast. Wild. That's that's funny you mentioned that because uh, I'm pretty sure the amount you would pay for Soho House for one 
or two months would pay for like probably half a year or no, actually probably a year of uh, a membership at this, 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 this location. Okay. Thank you for yeah, putting so, into perspective. That makes me yeah. feel really great about the money that I'm wasting. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was a Zoe House member too. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty wild. So you yeah. you were working out of these co-working spaces, and I'm sure that's also a way that you probably met people and networked while yeah. you were there. A hundred percent, yeah. And for anybody going to Bali and and you want to become a digital nomad, or if you want to become a uh, what's the other term uh, expat. Where you use? expat, right? There's one place that I recommend you go okay. to, and you'll meet all the you have to make all the connections you're going to need. Okay, what and is this it? Place, this is this place called Ammo Spa. So okay. Ammo Spa is, um, so they have like everything. Of course, a spa. They mm -hmm. have a little lounge area where you can work uh, and you can like feast on some healthy vegan eats. Mm -hmm. In the back, they have this, uh, it's called a spa circuit. So you, you, you have an ice plunge, you have a steam room, and oh, then you wow. have um, this, um, um, I forgot the other room, but, and they have a tanning place wherever, right? Yeah. But anyway, everybody, all the expats, um, go there okay. and you honestly, you get the membership just like so house. It's pretty much like so house and yeah. you go there and you bridge, you make these connections. And I kid you not, you're always going to meet somebody in your lane, always going to meet somebody who's oh, like, just like interested and willing to like share and like buy. Yeah. And from there, I actually made all my friends at Ammo really? House, at, at Ammo Spa. I would say ninety percent came from Ammo, ten percent came from this fitness place I I, I worked out at. Wow. Uh, but Ammo Spa is a great place to just network and just like learn more um, quick, learn more about the culture yeah. and tap into uh, proven connections. Did you yeah. find that there were a lot of? Um a lot of expats, a lot of people from the States, like where, where are most people from? I feel like every people from all over the world go to Bali yeah. to just experience Bali. I would say, yeah, I would say majority are from like Australia and New Zealand. Okay. I would say majority, but there's a lot from, so Canada hmm. and use, I would say the U S but the U S majority come from Cali or New York. It makes perfect sense. Uh -huh. It's it's so funny. Like every time he's like, "Oh, I'm from the U.S. too." I'm like, "Cali or, or New York, York, right?" And they're like, "Oh, Brooklyn." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Interesting. <laughs> I wonder why that is though, because it's like those are two really amazing cities. But people, I just people want yeah. more. People want more. Hundred percent. People want more. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. then living in Bali, what was what was that actually like living in Bali? As in like where did you live? Who did you how did you find housing? What's that mm -hmm. process like? Did you yeah. did you have this you didn't have it planned before you got there, did you? I didn't have anything planned, but what I I, I so normally uh, I first of all back backpedal, back I read a yeah. blog. And I okay. read a blog and like walked me through the process mm, of how to choose smart. your living situation. So uh, normally you will go to like a, um, you go to, I forgot the name of this place, but it's like a, um, oh, a hostel. Yes. So you go to a hostel okay. and hostel, you would share a room with somebody and share a bathroom with, so like you'll share a room with like three other people. Yeah. And you share a bathroom with like probably 20, right? 20? Like 20 people. Okay. More. So it's like a d college dorm. A college dorm for the okay. most part. College dorm with with refresh like just the 
with the most the amazing. The best of the best, yeah. And all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And then you have another option where you can just go and you can like rent a room at a villa. So okay. you can rent a room at a villa, you get your own bathroom, you get your own room, standard queen size bed, really nice, clean daily. Yeah. Cool. It's nice uh, and it's, it's cool. It's good. It's the yeah. next step. It's affordable. Probably at least $150 a month US. That's, is, that was what you paid? That's the rent? So yeah, my rent was like, my rent was actually probably close to like 180, 200 a month, something like that. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. And then you can step up and just get your own villa. So if you get your own villa, that's another price point. That's not too bad. And it's, it, what, it's what, under 500? No. Around no. 500? No, your own villa would be, I would say, um, definitely in the thousands. Okay, but, yeah. but you get your own villa. You get your own villa. Okay. Your own villa with everything. You just have to with like- With the pool and- You get with the pool and I would say thousands. So you can pay like somewhere around maybe like 2,000 like and up. Okay, so New York nice rent. Setup. New York rent, but you get more than one room. Okay. Um, you get the pool, you get it clean daily, and um, you have the luxury of just having that to yourself. And it's just, it's, it's dope. Wow. And also you can, you can sublet over there too, which is cool. So that's, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So I actually went the route of, I, um, the, the other option I didn't mention is you can get a villa with other people. So, okay. Uh, six bedroom villa. So I did the, I did the option of um, having a room okay. in my own bathroom. Yes. When I first started out to meet people. Yeah. So I had my own space and I could just jump out and meet people and vibe. Yeah. And then I ended up switching to the um, villa shared yeah. villa route. Um, and yeah, I, I will switch back and forth. Uh, and another thing you probably don't know is I I, I uh, jumped around from country to country. While okay. So that's what I was going to ask when you switch back and forth. So you're not locked into any sort of a lease over there. You can. Oh, no. It's flexible. Month extremely flexible yeah wow. extremely flexible and um yeah they're, they're they're like you can you can lock in one month and it just bounce and a lot of people do this where they'll because you have a 30-day visa and you have a 60-day visa so okay. most people will have to leave every 30 days and come back or oh, 60 days and come back and so what they would normally do as a digital nomad you will leave after 30 or 60 days yeah and you'll go to singapore and you'll just buy another ticket back Okay. And you'll be home within a day. Or wow. you'll have people like me who are like, you know what? If I'm going to buy a ticket, I'm going to go and explore. I'm right. going to actually live there for a while. So I would go and I'll be going for like a month time. So I went to like Sri Lanka, Thailand, wow. uh, Malaysia, Singapore, Langkawi, Penang, which are like two separate islands. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple others. And I would just go away and I'll keep my luggage at a friend's villa. And then okay. so by the time I come back, I can move into a new villa yeah. and just start up paying, you know, my rent. So, so Bali was like home base. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you you went and explored other countries and cultures and. Exactly. And were you on your, you were doing solo travel. So you were kind of just navigating this all on your own. Did you know people mm -hmm. at these places? No, I didn't know anybody when I first got there. I didn't know. Wow. 
anybody. And then when I traveled to other countries, I didn't know anybody except for in Thailand. My best friend met me in Thailand. Okay. And so we we met in Thailand, but outside of that, I traveled alone, and it was actually pretty. I I I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Really? Why? Yeah, because um, because because when you travel by yourself, like you, it's just you. Like you make the decisions. Yeah. You know, you meet a cool group, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Yo, let's go, let's go north," and you're like, "There's nobody telling you, no, let's go south." Yeah. you like, like cool let's go north this is a good vibe let's go figure something out yeah so i actually like made some really great friends from around the world just yeah. being open-minded and not having any reservations or anybody to like kind of like you know steer the uh, experience you know? yeah no i totally agree i think last summer was the first time i actually experienced solo travel especially in yeah. another country and i love it i so i went to um Berlin. I went to oh. Copenhagen. Okay. I went to uh, Stockholm. Nice. Those um, are all on my list. I was supposed to go to uh, what's it called? Um, Croatia, Dubrovnik. Uh, uh, but I missed my flight. And uh, on those budget airlines over there, they don't just rebook you on the next flight. You have to book a whole new trip. And so it would have cost me more to rebook my entire trip. And I was already at like Charles de Gaulle airport. Like I was just a mess. And I, it was all because wow. I overslept. And <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go to Croatia. I'm still a little bitter about it. So that's, wow. that's top of my list. Um, and then you I did, a, I did Spain. <laughs> I did uh, Barcelona, Madrid and Ibiza. Wow. And then Jeez. I went a couple places in like the South of France. And then I did, um, um, Amsterdam and Belgium, Brussels. Really? Yeah. Should I be interviewing you? No. You you get you got everything. Like. No, but I was. I mean, I, I It's so easy <laughs> to get there, for, especially from Paris. It's just like the yeah. flights are like twenty five dollars or twenty five euros. Ridiculous. Oh yeah. God. So that was one, you know. Thing. That was my whole thing is that I wanted to be able to not overgo, not only go over there and experience France and, and Parisian yeah. culture, but I wanted to explore Europe mm-hmm. and go as many places yeah. as I could. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I did those Euro trains. Let me tell you, that is the best and the worst way to experience Europe. <laughs> the best and the worst. What do you mean? Yeah, like, because you, you experience, you really do. You're traveling with locals. You're traveling with um, tourists. But then you also... So like there's just it, it's just so different than things here. So I was going to Berlin and I get I'm taking all these trains and you're connecting and then I get to this one platform and it says I don't even know what the word is, but basically it's German for canceled and I'm looking at the sign and this guy sees me looking at the sign just confused and he's like I think it was teat or something like that and he's like means canceled and I was like so what do we do? He's like <laughs> And so I was like, so they don't rebook me? Like, how, what am I, we're just, we're here in Germany in the middle of nowhere. Like, what am I supposed to do? So you learn a lot when you're traveling. Yeah. They're just, it's different than here. And you have to navigate a lot on your own. I also did the sleeper trains where I'm like sleeping overnight on a train to Sweden. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. That's a vibe. So, but I I won't. I won't do it again. 
promise you that I will not do it again. Oh, but it's, you, you learn a lot when you're traveling, especially solo, because you're only relying on yourself. But like you mentioned, that's the best thing with solo travel is that you are you're strictly relying on what you want to do, your schedule. If I do or don't want to do like when I was in Berlin, I went to all of these like touristy places. And then I was just like, this is so depressed. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry for anyone that loves Berlin, but it's a bit depressing when you go to like, you know, you see like the, the, uh, all the stuff of the Holocaust and then uh, the, there's like a memorial yeah. of like slain Jews. It's just a lot to take in. So then mm. afterwards I was like, you know what? I want to go get some ice cream to like lift my mood. So it's like, you just do what you want to do. And I don't exactly. have to ask anybody else what they want to do. So I agree with you. I think solo yeah. travel is really important for, if you can, for anyone to do. 100% agree. Everybody should do it at least one time in their life. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's obviously you, you do, a, it takes a certain person though, because you have to have a certain amount of street smarts and just, True. you just being aware and, you know, just, yeah. yeah, you just have to be very, very aware. And I think that with tourists, it's easy for you to look like a tourist. And so my whole goal when I was in Europe is just to not appear to be a tourist. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't go to any of like I asked all my local friends I was like when can I go to the museums where the tourists aren't there like I, I hated being around tourists mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I, I really agree. wanted the local experience yeah that's the best that's the best exactly yeah. to like experience it like a local like somebody who who was born and raised there you know yeah I did the same thing like I didn't never want to look like a tourist because no, it, it just attracts the wrong energy. It you know? definitely does. It definitely does. And like, and the thing is that people can tell you're American anyway, but if you blend in a bit more, or you seem like you kind of know what you're doing. No one's going to try yeah. to take advantage of you or like, you know, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. So, okay. So you, you did all this traveling. How long were you actually over there? Um, I would say probably like 10 months, 10, 10, 11 months, something like that. Yeah. Was that, and you were not planning to be there that long. <laughs> I was, I kid you not, I was only planning to be there six weeks and it, wow. it stretched. And it just became more of a reality as I was just in it, you know, and going yeah. on about my day, which was, uh, which was great, you know, like, um, and, and I know myself, if I didn't like, um, like, like, like my friend likes to mention, he was like, yo, like, uh, from this, uh, book about, the, the art of war or something like that. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something about like the, the point of no return or something like that. Like when you book a one-way ticket and you're just in it and you just have to figure it out, yeah. you know, you, you're more likely to just explore and like come across things that, you know, excite you and you figure shit out and you, know, yeah. and you go from there. So for me, I, I honestly, at one point I was like, you know what? I don't have anything to go back to, you know, yeah. like, so let's just figure this life out. Let's figure out, like, you know, let's look at that dream life, that world I want. Yeah, yeah. And see if I can make it happen, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and um, he brought something up. He was like, yo, man, just just remember this part of your life and understand that you got so many more years. And remember that you are going to be very disappointed if you don't take advantage of this moment. Yes, so, absolutely. To the fullest, yeah. So you initially you kind of went over there because you're feeling unfulfilled in your current situation. Mm -hmm. Did you find what you were looking for while you were over there? 
Are you still kind of looking for it? Do you feel more fulfilled than you did before you left? Yeah, I feel way more fulfilled. And I, I'll say I, I found I found what I was looking for. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. I and, and the reason why I kind of hesitated on yeah. it is because, you know, it took me a while to think about, you know, that. Because I never thought about, you know, if I, I know I was looking for something and I never thought about, like, if I found it because yeah. I was in it, you know. You were just I, being I, present. I was just being present and like, you know, and I think that was so beautiful for me mm -hmm. because, you know, the more I think is, it's, it's kind of like, it, 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 uh, the more I think the less I'm actual, actually able to appreciate and do. Yeah. Um, because I'm too busy thinking about it versus living. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I would say the thing I was looking for and the thing I found is I, I, I found, I refound, I've refound my glow of uh, like what, like which ties into my truth, my purpose, mm -hmm. my why and all yeah. that. And yeah, and I did it in a, in a great way. And like, that's why I'm like super hyped and happy and shifting gears a little bit from my, my, yeah. my, my past life of what I was doing, not past life, but my yeah. past role and opportunity at, you know, my, my previous employer. Right. Yeah. So, so then what's, what's the shift been like, but before, before we talk about the shift, let's talk about coming back because the world kind of took a turn while oh, you were still over there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when did you actually come back to the States and how, how was that process coming back during a pandemic? Yeah. I came back in like May, I believe I okay. came back in May and it was rough because I was actually in Sri Lanka when it hit, when uh, COVID hit. Wow. And one, I didn't know the magnitude of it yeah. until two things happened. The first one, I was uh, Instagramming and, and showing like stuff, right? right? And I had people in LA like, yo, what are you doing with no mask on? Why are you like, out? Yeah, why are you out? We're all in our like, homes. Right? And I'm like, yeah. I'm in Sri Lanka, it's different, you know? Yeah. And then so, uh, and then two, my friend from Bali hit me up and he, he said, yo, they're getting ready to close the borders for Sri Lanka because COVID is, is, is about to hit it hard uh, because India had a high count. Yes, so right. They were about to shut it down. So they, he, he told me leave like ASAP. And I said, yo, I have another week here. He's like, leave. So I ended up like going to the airport the next morning. Yeah. And as soon as I left, they closed the borders. No uh, way. So if I didn't leave, I would have been stuck in Sri Lanka until who knows when wow so i hustle up gather my things uh get a ticket a secure ticket back to the states as soon as i get back i actually called the cdc and okay. got the insight on what i should do and the two-week quarantine so as soon as i got back i was actually in a two-week traditional setup like lockdown in a wow. room um, didn't leave it for two weeks. I, I, I luckily had like the bare minimum and refrigerator, yeah. uh, bed, bathroom, and there was a treadmill in there, which was pretty cool. So <laughs> you can stay I, kind of active. Yeah, stay kind of active. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it was pretty like interesting just going through that process. Cause you really like, it was a nice transition for me to actually appreciate the magnitude of COVID. And like, yeah. I would, when I say Appreciate it, appreciate it from the perspective of actually like respect, you know, mm -hmm. the protocol, what I should be doing as far as sanitizing, right. wearing a mask, 
because I went from a free lifestyle in Sri Lanka yeah. to back to the States. So that whole process was just like, it was great for me just to learn and, and really uh, reflect and be in solitude. Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with people that are over there or still kind of doing this digital nomad lifestyle during the pandemic? Yeah, I, I, I talk to them all the time. Yeah, what's, I, I what's that life like? A current digital nomad Yeah. during a pandemic? During the pandemic, it's cool. You know what? You know, you know, you know why it's, it's cool? Why? It's because um, it, it actually, like, you have to be more creative. You know, mm-hmm. be like, and, and, and I know, you know, like, like during this period of time, you know, you have so many things, you know, trying to pull you down. Yeah. You know, from like actually doing more. And I feel yeah. like this is the time to actually tap in and do more and just, 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 just like try to like, you know, maybe like start a business, maybe yeah. it's like to start a new product, you know, line, or maybe it's to just like go in and explore this like passion of yours. So for me, it's been pretty amazing because I, I, I've been finding a lot of people. I find a lot of people who are in the same world as me Yeah, and they just want to do more and they want to like, just like do shit for free, but yeah. do shit. Not, I want to say do shit for free, but do shit because it excites them. Do, you know? Yes. That fulfills you, know? you. Yeah. It fulfills you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, um, it's been great. I actually have a passion project I'm doing this Friday awesome. with a cousin of mine. And I found out that he has this dream that's, that aligns with one of my dreams. Yeah. And we decided to just do it together. And that amazing. shit is amazing to me. So we're, yeah, so it's, it's been pretty great to answer your question. And I'm just yeah. like happy. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy with, uh, you know, uh, the, the possibilities. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, yeah. that's really exciting. I think that that's, that's kind of, when I was asking if you found what you were looking for, it sounds like you have, cause you know what you will and won't do. All of your work right. is intentional and it's, it's mm-hmm. things that actually excite you. And exactly. you can't really attach a dollar amount to that. There's no need sure. to, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very true. Seriously, you know, and you said like the things you, 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 you will do and things you won't do, you know, yeah. uh, things that excite you and the things that don't. Yeah. And I know that clearly more than ever. And, uh, and, and, and it all goes back to, this is a very Bali term. My homies like to laugh at me about, but yeah. energy is real. Like yeah. energy is real. And like one of my favorite books, the uh, Celestian Prophecies, mm-hmm. and it talks about the transfer of energy. You know, like you have to like protect your shit. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and and look at it as like, look, like, don't give your energy to people who are not worth having it. You know, yeah. who are just going to like say you give them seventy, and they give you ten, you're deficient, and right. it should just not work out. So right. like, remember your energy and use that as a you know just 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 as a like a little. Um, uh, uh, I would say benchmark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever go do the digital nomad expat lifestyle again? And if you did, where would you go? Oh yeah, I'll definitely do it. I'll do it on a different scale, but I would, uh, do it. And I, I would go to Mexico. In Mexico. You, Cause you still yeah. didn't get it to Mexico. Did you? No, I didn't get to <laughs> Mexico and it's definitely like, man, <laughs> I love Mexico. So I really want to go to Mexico. I just feel like it's like uh, growing up in, I'm from LA. And the reason why I love Mexico so much is because my community is like, 
Mexicans and African, African Americans, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we were like, like, like just one, like there really wasn't any like color. It's just like, yeah. yo, we're just all family. So I grew up on just Mexican culture, cuisine, the whole nine. Okay. So me grow, growing up, like I always had a goal to just live there. Go you know? spend time and, in Mexico. Spend time there, you know? Yeah. Like, so I'm looking forward to that. And I would definitely uh, make that shift to, to, to Mexico and uh, try uh, try this digital uh, nomad life out. Okay, okay. Fine, finally, you got to check Mexico off your box. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm definitely going to do that. Yeah. So I like to wrap up every show with what I call a shot, which is mm. something small and something strong and powerful that you want to pass on. And it can be a piece of advice for people that want to go travel the world, or it can just be um, something that you want to share with people who want to pursue their passion, but they're stuck in a corporate job or whatnot. What shot do you want to pass on? Wow. That is freaking profound and amazing. <laughs> like, wow, I'm like circulating uh, through my mind. Um, hmm. I would say this. I would say that um, you have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to understand that no matter what you want to do, no matter like what is in your heart, you know, you can do anything and it sounds kind of cliche but i really believe like we got all the tools we need we just need to tap in yeah you know? and, and, and i and i want to pass that along um to remember that you have all the tools you need you just need to tap in and be yeah. super confident in yourself and love yourself because at the end of the day you are the brand you are the product and uh, invest in yourself so i would say that I would love be that. my shot double mezcal with no salt yeah. <laughs> Mezcal with no salt. That did feel like that was a little yeah. bit of tequila. I felt that. I felt the smoke from that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, Thank wow. you so much. This has been, so, you're, now you're making me, now I have the travel bug, which is really the problem with this time. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, you can't go anywhere, but you know, I feel like everybody's in Tulum right now, but that's just me. Everybody's um, in Tulum, yeah. and that's Everybody. part of the reason I don't want to. I told you how I feel about tourists. Yeah. That's part of the reason I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm right there. I'm not going to Tulum. I'm just yeah. not doing it. Not yeah. Going. Well, yeah. hopefully we can get past this thing so we can start traveling again and living the digital nomad lifestyle. Agree, agree. I can't wait. Can't wait. Thank you so much for your time and stay safe out there. Stay productive. Keep doing what makes you happy. You too. Thank you. Appreciate you.